Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll discuss real life situations and give y'all practical advice. The point of this podcast is to help you stay in your financial lane so you won't end up broke. I'm the creator and host, Gina Richie Richardson. Now, let's jump into today's conversation. What's up, y'all? It is episode 108. And as y'all can see, see, this is why I need like some horns or something like that. You get in two episodes in one week. Yes, that's the least that I can do, especially since I was gone for so long. Just because y'all really jumped onto that episode when I first came back. I believe that was the financial manipulation episode. That was... I believe a week and a half ago. Yeah, it was like a week and a half ago. And so I wanted to make sure that I gave y'all a treat just because love to start with gratitude. And it's so crazy because we're going to be talking about gratitude today in this episode. But I thank y'all just because for those of y'all that have been rocking with me from the very beginning to those of y'all who just jumped on yesterday, I truly appreciate you being here. I appreciate you listening. It's because of y'all that I do this. I wanted to make sure in the financial space that I'm able to be a voice. And I do that through storytelling. I do that through talking about my own life experiences, things that have I've seen around me things I've experienced around me, people that I've assisted and helped throughout my lifetime in this business. Like, so I just truly want to make sure that y'all know I appreciate you for being here and for listening, for sharing all of the things that y'all are doing. Okay. Once again, got to let y'all know I have a Patreon page for my Rich Gang community. That is where I have decided our family page is going to be. And I know a lot of y'all rock with me the long way. So I want y'all to continue doing that. And yes, this is a paid platform. You are contributing to assisting me to continue to come up with creative ideas and also provide more content for you because I have some... I have some new things that are dropping coming up this year and especially for the rich gang on Patreon. So please, please, please make sure you get signed up over there. Beginning of the year, I will be having so much stuff. I'm front loading it now. I just haven't made it active for everybody to see, but go ahead and join the Patreon page. Go to Patreon and look for the Mindfully Rich podcast. So that way you can be a part of the movement that is going on with what I'm calling the rich gang. And so it looks like I'm starting everything off at either the $5 a month, there's $10 a month, and then there's 15. And then you can select just because I've been doing the podcast for it'll be three years coming up next March. And so this is the free platform. And so y'all know everything costs money. I talk about money over here. And so for those of y'all that want to continue to hear me be this voice in this space, to continue to hear the perspective, to continue getting this creative content, to continue to get more, I'm even adding Q and A's. There's going to be lots of other features that are coming up with the Patreon page and you can go read about it over there, but you're going to want to be a part of this. All right. And so I'm going to be teasing a lot of the stuff on the actual Mindfully Rich IG podcast page. So I'm going to tease a lot of the things there. So I want to make sure that y'all know to go ahead and jump on over there now because you do not want to miss it. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and jump into the reason why y'all are here and get into our let's talk about money segment. And so for this particular topic, I didn't have an actual song to go along with it because the topic we're talking about is 
I'm giving y'all a gratitude practice that can bring abundance to your finances. You heard me right. We're talking about gratitude practices. I only have one, so I'm just going to go ahead and just continue to keep it singular, but a gratitude practice that can bring abundance to your finances. And, you know, it's after Thanksgiving time. And of course, during Thanksgiving, lots of people, they're getting into that gratitude mode where they're thinking of the things that they're thankful for. But we should really be doing this more than just one time a year, right? So if we're talking about what gratitude is, for those of y'all that are like, what? What is that? What is what is what is gratitude? What is being grateful, right? Just to, you know, for my for my elementary people that's not thinking of what it actually means to do. Because you hear this, but it's like, do you actually know what it means, right? So it's said that gratitude is strongly and consistently associated with greater happiness. And that's gratitude as a whole. It's supposed to help you Feel more positive emotions so that way you can have more those good experiences. So you're thinking positive so you can have a positive experience. It could also help you with improving your health, dealing with adversity in the world, and also building stronger relationships, right? Because think about that. When you're thinking positive, whether that's about a situation or people, that means you go into that situation a bit more positively, right? Positivity actually happens to be my second strength under strength finders, right? So this is something I know how to do very well, right? Encouragement as well. If you partner my positivity with my encouragement, you will swear I'm Mother Teresa over here. Okay, for real. Like, I ain't even lying to y'all. I'm super positive about a bunch of stuff, even though life has thrown a bunch of trials and tribulations. I've had all of the adversities, it feels like. But for some reason, I'm still positive about life. And I truly do believe that a lot of the success that I experience in life is due to the positivity that I have, due to the the gratitude that I'm showing. So, What is the gratitude practice that can help you bring abundance to your finances? And I'm going to say, remembering, writing down your, writing down your broke story, right? I'm going to call it your broke story because there's a time in our life. And I don't know how old you are listening because my audience reaches, right? I have high school students that are listening, college students, and I have people of different income brackets that are listening. So for those of you that have been in life long enough, You may have a broke story. I have what's called a broke story. I, for those of y'all that have been rocking with me for a while, y'all know after I went through a divorce, that was a a big turning point for me in my life because I was in a new place here in California and I came to the Sacramento area. Um, I was working a job at that time where I was only making 38.5. I don't know if I've ever shared that number before, but I was started off that job in 2015 making 38,500 and that's gross. That's not even net. So, you know, I wasn't making nothing. So I was below the poverty line at that particular time. That was when I, as an adult, had to sign up for the assistance programs to assist me. And so when you're writing a broke story, just like I just gave you those details, I remember how it felt not to be able to pay my bills on time. I remember what it felt like to start recycling cans. Ooh, this makes me emotional just thinking about I remember what it was like recycling cans just so that I can get extra money just in case I wanted to go to McDonald's and go have some McDonald's money for my kids so that they can eat. I remember what it was like going into debt and seeing my credit cards charged all the way up. I remember what it was like feeling like there was not any hope. 
I remember that time. I remember what it's like to not have enough money to do the things that I need to do and also not having the hope that I would even get to that point, right? That was probably one of the lowest points. So I know what my broke story looks like as an adult. I also know what my broke story looks like when I was growing up. So for those of y'all that have been listening, y'all have heard me talk about back in the day. So I was raised by my mom, right? My mom and I had time. So my mom and my dad were married, right? So I want to make sure that I start off at the beginning. My mom and my dad were married. They separated when I was about maybe six. And so when they separated... We were at my grandparents' house for a little bit, and then we moved out on our own, and then we moved back with my grandparents. But I can remember being on food stamps when me and my mom were out on our own. I remember the actual book, right? There was an actual food stamp book, y'all, okay? I used to take that to the store proudly. Bam! Slam it on the on the counter. <laughs> Give me all the snacks in the place, okay? Because that's they gave you enough food stamps to get everything, it felt like, okay? So I can remember that. But I remember at that time, there being so many people around me that were on food stamps per se, right? That didn't have enough to get all of the most expensive things, right? My mom, we went through a period of time where my mom didn't have a car, right? So we took the bus. We rode public transportation, right? And that's the thing. It It happens. And so I remember those times. I remember there being times when I didn't have, I'm, I'm going to say I didn't have every single thing that I needed, but I had enough to get by, right? And then don't even get me started with the wants. That was kind of like one of the reasons why I, myself, my hustle story is when I was 12, when we started selling candy. And I think I've told this on the podcast before. I don't remember which episode, but we started selling candy at 12. Like it was this group of us, right? Looking back at this, I would never let my kids do this, but it was a different time and day (laughs) when I was coming up. And I can remember because of me not having all of the things that I felt like that I needed and wanted at that time, when I was 12, I remember us when we started hustling, selling candy. And we had got to a point where we was like, because we was doing this outside. So they, it was this these two guys, they would pick us up in this van. Don't this sound bad? Like all of this sounds like, call 911 right now. What is she talking about? <laughs> you was a van, two guys. Where's this going, girl? <laughs> but... We would sell candy and so they would pick us up. It probably, it was neighborhood kids. So it probably had to be like maybe 10 of us and they would drop us off at stores and we would sell candy because, you know, at that particular point, I wanted money. I wanted money so that I can start providing and doing some things and paying for some things because there were things that I felt like I still needed and wanted and I wanted to do that. You know, I'm never, you're going to never... You're never going to see me put down my mom because she did exactly what she could when she could do it, how she was able to do it. My mom knew what she knew. So I will never sit here and put her down for not having something. I am one of those people that decided to go out there and say, this is my way of hustling. You know, you hear people talking about hustling in a way of doing illegal activities. We were selling candy. Okay. Now. When we figured out that the candy wasn't selling because we were selling like peanut brittle, um, those think of those candies that the kids sell at the schools and stuff that they be sending, you know, that they be trying to push home for the parents to give to their coworkers and you know all of those candies and stuff that be on those little catalog packages, right? It was that type of candy, not really the best, you know, 
it, it wasn't Skittles. It wasn't Snickers. It wasn't stuff like that, right? So when we realized that that stuff wasn't really selling like we wanted to, we started taking tips, right? And so what we called tips was instead of if they didn't want to buy the candy, they could just give a donation. So we would be out there and be like, hey, you could just give us a donation or whatever. And baby, when I tell you I was leaving, we were selling candy probably like every day. And when I was going home with like maybe $75 and $100 a day, Okay, that was a good hustle at 12. That was a good hustle at 13 because we were still doing that at 13. Like, that was dope. It ended at 13, but baby, that was dope. That was my first piece of we making money over here, all right? And so I'm getting away from the gratitude part. I'm taking y'all into a story because <laughs> I do that. Okay, so I'm going back to writing your story out. I wanted to tell you a piece of my story so you can understand where I come from. So it all is going to add up. So writing down what your broke story is, right? Whether that was from a, when you were a child or when you're an adult, right? There's a place when we get out of that. You may be in your broke story right now, so you may not be out of that, but this is the thing. What was that time that you could be thankful for that you can remember so that way you could bring the feelings of, I've got myself out of this. Like there's a church song that says, I've had some good days. I've had some hills to climb. I've had some weary days and some sleepless nights. I probably got that, those words wrong, but you get what I'm saying, right? Going back on your testimony, what is your testimony? What was that thing that you've overcome? Like you may not be in that same position of quote unquote, that broke story anymore. Right? Like I know right now I'm in a position where I'm not making all of the money that I used to, but I'm building myself up because I'm in transition. Right? But I also know I'm not in that position that I was when I was going through my divorce, when I couldn't pay bills. Cause no matter what I'm going through right now, Every single bill has still been paid on time, right? I'm not in that position. So you get how I can have gratitude for not being in a position that I once was. So although I'm not where I want to be, I'm still thankful that I still have enough means to do the things that I need to do. So hopefully that's making sense for you. So that's what I'm talking about. When you're writing this story, this story is supposed to be a, a testimony for you. So you can see how far you've come. Whether that's going from, I used to have three bills that I can't pay. Now I only got two because I can pay this one. That's still something for you to be grateful for. And I get it. I understand. You don't have to be where, you don't have to be at that finish line yet to understand that there is that, that small glimpse of I've, I've progressed a little. And that's what I want you to understand because when it comes to us forming our mindset to be in abundance, right? To get out of that, that scarcity mindset, like it, it won't, it, it will never happen for me, right? You have to think abundant thoughts because think about it like this. I want you to think about that time where you may have had some money come in that wasn't so, that you didn't know was coming in or wasn't supposed to get there to you. Or just think of a time where it just felt like you were doing good in life and you were doing good financially. When you're thinking of those times, it brings warm emotions so that makes you more positive and have more hope for the future, right? But when you're thinking negative, when you're thinking in scarcity, when you're thinking of lack, when you're thinking, I don't have this, you want to know what tends to end up happening when we're in those mindsets? Everything just starts happening. You won't have it. You won't have it because you can't see it. 
You don't want it to happen because you're just thinking sadder at that particular time. Me and one of my friends, me and Risha Child, they know when I want to be in a sad mood, I'm going to sit here and, and everything is going to get sad. I play songs and then I go for the saddest song to sadder. Okay. But we can't stay in those places if we want to see abundance. And so I want you to try thinking in a mindset of gratitude, thinking of what was your story. I call it your broke story, right? It doesn't have to be that dramatic for you. You can call it something else, but I like to call it my broke story because that's what I need. That's what helps me. So creating what that broke story for me is what helps me be grateful for where I'm at now. No matter if I'm still, we're always, that's the thing. We're always going to be reaching to go somewhere else. That's the thing of life. Because we're, we're, we're continuing. We're not stopping. And that's, and that's something that I had to get used to. That's what's something that has helped me in my adult life to understand. I'm always going to be reaching for something, right? So being grateful for what I've done, being grateful for what I've overcome, being grateful for the progress that I've made along the way is what's going to bring on the next blessings in my life. So hopefully that's making sense to y'all, right? So being thankful for what it is that you have right now. And I promise it's hard to do, right? You have to be intentional. You have to be very mindful. And that's one thing, the reason why I call my brand Mindfully Rich. You have to be very mindful of the things that you are doing to bring the abundance that you want to see in your life. You just do. Right. Nothing is happening by chance. It's interesting to me, you know, in school, we have to be calculated, right? You have to be calculated at your finances. You have to be calculated with being mindful of what it is that you're doing in your finances. You also have to be mindful of how you are giving thanks, of how you are being intentional about being grateful about the things that you have right now. Because whether you have a lot or you have a little, you have something right now that you can be grateful for. Whether it's just the life that we have, that we're, that we're living right now, if you got to start right there, because I know everybody's situation isn't going to be stellar. I get that. I understand that. I've lived through some times where it felt like I didn't have anything to be grateful for, where all I could be grateful for was being alive that day. Because I could be in the dirt, because a lot of people didn't make it. All right. My grandma used to saying, you know, a lot of people, they didn't, they didn't get that knock. They didn't get that knock on their soul that told them, hey, we up, we up today. All right. That means that you are here for a purpose. If your soul is still breathing right now, if you have breath in your body, you have the use of, of the things that you need to have use of so that you could get out here and do the things that you need to do, that is a blessing. That is something to be grateful for, right? And sometimes you got to pull just that. But when we're talking about financially, what are those things, those financial things that you can be grateful for that you do have that can get you into that positive mindset that can bring upon those feelings that you feel when you're feeling good, when you're feeling like you're on top of the world. So that way, more of those feelings can produce. Because when you're grateful for the things that you have now, it seems when those other things tend to come in, you're even more grateful for those things as they come. We can't take those things for granted. Right. So that's what I want y'all to do as we're moving into this Christmas holiday. I'm still going to have an episode next week, but I want y'all from this week to next week, write down the things that you're grateful for. Right. Write down those things. Some of those things are going to have some type of financial, you know, association just because everything in life has some type of money association. Everything costs. Right. So what are you thankful for right now? I want you to write down at least five things, five of my founders. Okay, do that for me. (laughs) 
Do that for me. Write down five things so that way you could have that. And this is going to be your list that you go back to when you're feeling like you're in lack. Your list that you're going to look like, look at when you're feeling like you're not in a space where you could think positive about something or you're not in a space where you can feel grateful about anything. I want you to have this list so that way you can go back to that. All right. Trying to look and see what we got. Oh, self-talk. Self-talk. I want to make sure that I that I throw this in here because I I can be bad at this sometimes, but it, when it comes to other areas of my life, when it comes to our finances, make sure that your self-talk is good to yourself, right? Instead of you saying, I don't have enough money to do X, Y, Z, why not say, I'm thankful that I have enough money to do this, that, and the other, and the money for this is coming soon. Instead of instead of telling yourself, your subconscious, I'm learning so much about our subconscious, y'all. You do not want to talk negatively. You do not want to talk lack into your subconscious because your subconscious will take that and say, all right, boss down there said we ain't got it, so we ain't got it. Okay, when you say that you do have it, now you're putting out there into the universe that it has to just make it happen. That it has to come to it has to come to pass. It has to in some type of way because you're now thinking positively about it. You've now told yourself that it's coming. So it has to be coming. You're expecting the great in that situation. You're expecting the great for whatever it is that you're telling yourself is coming. So hopefully that makes sense because there's a lot of bad self-talk out there. There's a lot, you hear a lot of stuff, whether it be on social media, you hear it in, in person with your friends, your family, everybody, with your coworkers, people can do that. Being mindful of what that self-talk looks like. So y'all homework, so that way we can recap real quick, okay? You are going to write down five things that you can put down for your broke story. Five things that you are grateful for so that way you can come back to those things when you are feeling like you're in a place of lack or when you're feeling depressed or when you're not feeling like you're in a positive state, right? If you don't have five things now, start with one and continue to add to that list, right? And then you're also, during this week, you're going to change your self-talk. Instead of talking about the things that you can't do financially, you talk about the things that you are happy that you have been able to do and the things that are coming and reframe it that way. And then I want y'all to send me some DMs and y'all let me know. Yes, it worked. It did this. It did that. Let me know. Okay? Reach out. I'm on, I'm trying to think of what the Instagram is. I'm on Instagram. That is the podcast official Instagram page and social media platform as a whole. That's at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. So DM me and let me know if this works for you, but this is going to be something that's going to be ongoing. You know what? I may make this a thing all for 2023. Stay tuned for that because that's something I didn't think about, but I think I am. But, um, that's it child. But I want to make sure that y'all understand that I am a whole uh, financial strategist and coach out here in these streets. And so if you would like to check out my services, you can go to IamMindfullyRich.com and check me out. I have clarity calls that I'm doing right now. We're moving into the new year. I know lots of people that have reached out to me because they do not want to go into the new year lacking. And they have some sort of 
thing that they need to straighten out for the for the next year okay whether that's you need to pay off some bills you need to get out of debt you need to raise your credit score you need to understand your month your finances in a different way in a different perspective lens or if you just need to straighten out your money and understand what your budgets need to look like because you've been trying and it just hasn't been working for you sometimes you need that second opinion that's the reason why we have people who are experts in their field and finances happen to be something that I am an expert in this field and that's something that I value. That's something that I love, okay? Especially in the personal financial realm. So I want to make sure that I throw that out there that I am accepting new clients right now. So go ahead and check me out. And if you would like to advertise on the Mindfully Rich podcast, make sure you hit my team up, mindfullyrich at immindfullyrich.com. That is the email address. You can check it out in the show notes as well. And yes, I'm, I want to partner and advertise some brands that align with me. And I want some brands that sponsor me that align with my with me and my goals, my visions and everything else as well. So now that is it. I haven't been talking enough. All right, y'all. So I want you to go ahead and make sure that you live life mindfully, intentionally and on purpose. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.